0: Have a risk, don't you? Welcome, everybody, to the next episode of Do You Know the Movie? Man. Man! I'm your host, Sarah Canfield, with my co-host this week, Maya Lev! And Becky Evans! Becky Evans! <laughs> what movie are we discussing this week, Sarah? This week, we're discussing a movie um, that's I've only recently become acquainted with, Okay, but it's oh-so-special to me. Mm-hmm. And I can't wait for us to have a nice discussion about it. What movie is that, Sarah? I'm going to keep avoiding saying the title. Okay. Build suspense. Okay. Swiss Army Man is the title. (laughs) 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 Okay. Now, before we get into it, I just want to say, I love this movie. Oh. You know, you ever just watch something and you just vibe with it so hard? Like it just hits like all the right spots. You're like, oh. You're like, oh, I didn't know I was waiting for this. Yeah. It's different for you, huh? And now you can't imagine not having seen it. I can't imagine myself without having seen this movie now either, but I, I can't express if that's a positive or negative thing. Now it's just in my consciousness. Right. Yeah. Swiss Army Man, directed by the Daniels, co starring Daniel Radcliffe and Paul Dano. A lot of Dans going on. Yeah. A lot of Dans. Dan's cute. Oh. Oh. So many, th- right? That, mm. We got the Daniels. I Daniel. don't know their first name. Both Daniel. Both Daniels. That's oh, why. That's why. I thought they were the Daniel Daniel Brothers. Kwan and Daniel uh, One, another one. Oh, I love his work. <laughs> <laughs> and another one. Yeah, I noticed it just said Daniels and I was yeah. like, oops. And then we got the Daniel Radcliffe. A treasure. A treasure. Most known for his role as the boy... Wizard Boy. Never Wizard Boy. heard of him. <laughs> mm. It's okay. You're not missing. No, I'm just kidding. Harry Potter. Uh, yes. Uh, and then Paul Dano. A variation Ooh. on Dan. Another variation on Dan. It counts. Yeah, it counts. <laughs> I say it counts. His last name's Dano. Dano. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, I guess before we get too far into it, why don't you hit us with that plot synopsis? Sure. <laughs> Do you want to go, like, sentence at a time? We'll see if we can piece it sure. together. Ooh, I like that. So... Uh movie starts, there's this guy, he's stranded on an island, he's trying to die, and then he sees a body washed up on the beach. This body is Daniel Radcliffe. Uh (laughs) Radbro. And the man on the island, Paul Dano. (laughs) His name is Hank. His name is Hank. Should I say what happens? Yeah, that's what the synopsis is, no? Sure. He rides the corpse like a jet ski (laughs) using... Propelled by propelled by his farts. Whose farts? Daniel Radcliffe. The corpses farts. Corpse farts. Gas farts. Because <laughs> he's his body's decomposing. And there's just gas exploding out of him. So he's like becomes a jet ski. Then they start adventuring together and discover that Daniel Radcliffe is maybe not as dead as he seems. Question mark. Or maybe that doesn't matter. Yeah, but he's basically got all these like dead person powers, yeah. and he, he and Hank teaches him about life, and they discover that his name is Manny. Yeah, sure. <sighs> yeah, and so they they gallop into the woods together. They learn about life. They learn about life. They learn what are, they, about what are love? they doing in the woods? Well, okay, they're trying to get home. Okay, but like, what is home? But along the way, uh, Hank builds all these little moments from the life that he left behind, like. The bus, um, a restaurant. The bus, the most impactful moment of my day. I have many thoughts about that scene and I'd like to discuss it. Oh, I have so many thoughts As someone who loves public transportation, I would love to talk about the bus later. Yeah, so basically they are attempting to get home, but they kind of create a life together in the woods, but it's, I don't want to, I don't want to say what the ending is, because I don't even think, I don't think saying what it is, is going to properly, it's not going to add anything. We'll build up to it yeah we'll get to it we'll build it's a slow build and can i just start out by saying yeah. that this is the ideal quarantine movie Yes, I in was thinking the same thing. The perfect quarantine movie. I know. Yeah. I'd so, agree. okay, pause. If you don't know what the hell we're talking about, please, like, stop what you're doing. Go watch this movie, then come back. Yeah. Great point. Highly recommend. Otherwise, everything we say is just going to sound like utter nonsense. It's going to sound like we made it up. <laughs> it's a brief hour and a half. It's not a big a tight, commitment. Like 90 I, minutes. Tight 90. I sat in my bed. I ate some vegan chicken nuggets that my roommates left behind when they moved out. Uh-huh. It was delightful. You laugh, you cry. Yeah. I actually almost did cry. Oh, I, I did. I think that our plot synopsis was almost incoherent, but that's not that's our fault. The movie. <laughs> that's the movie. <laughs> it's Yeah. I think we have to leave it vague on purpose because yeah. you just really need to see this. Yeah. All right. Well, if you don't mind, I'm going to start getting into no, it. No, but I want to ask yeah, you, so oh, why yeah. did you just choose to pick this movie? Good point. So, this movie checks a lot of boxes for me. Okay, can we revisit our first episode? You said you have four types of movies (laughs) that your favorite (laughs) movies fall into. And I think it was um, historical costume dramas, Mm -mm. movies that your dad likes. You missed, yeah, that was number three. Fine. (laughs) Sharks. Sharks was was number four. four, And also, Um, oh, stupid campy comedies. And I guess this kind of... But it's not a stupid, campy comedy. It's a it's a comedy. It's absurd. It's absurdist. I think it kind End of fits dark. in there. I think that could be like a It's sub- very comedy. dark comedy, yeah. which I really enjoy. My review, not enough sharks. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they had the budget for the shark. They didn't have a budget for a wolf, so I don't think they had a budget for the shark. <laughs> but they had the budget for a bear? Yeah, man. You know, they, the bear was necessary. <laughs> you could only get one animal. <laughs> they needed Paul Dano to slap a bear. <laughs> <laughs> we needed that. As a culture, we needed that. Okay, checks a lot of boxes, love the dark humor. Um, all pretty much every actor in it is a treasure. Mm-hmm. The performances are so perfect is a word I don't throw around often, but I'm comfortable doing it now. <laughs> I'm not gonna argue with you. Thank you. And I think it's a beautiful movie to look at mm-hmm. with all of the creative elements. Your eyes are always focusing on different things mm. and discovering new things yes Um, Yes. uh, and I think it has a very nuanced message that you don't see in many other films or Mm -hmm. pieces of media that I'd like to get into I will give it that yeah Yeah. it definitely definitely has something to say yeah and I, I still don't think I can nail down exactly what that is. Right. I've I tried. Think... We'll get... At the end, I'll try okay. and say what I found. I'm going to try and lead us through this movie. Okay, thank so you. So we can talk about all the important things. Just pretty much guide. everything. There's... All right. We'll start at the top. All right. Paul Dano on this deserted island. Mm-hmm. He's getting ready to hang himself standing on a cooler. Uh-huh. The camera pans across the ocean and we see Daniel Radcliffe's lifeless corpse body. And Paul Dano gets really happy, but he falls off the cooler and ends up accidentally hanging himself just a little bit. <laughs> just a little a little bit hey, hanging. Wait a minute. What funny. if he actually died right there that scene, but then the rest of the movie is just like an afterlife fever dream? I think that's I too don't simple. want to believe that. I don't want to believe that. That's just a That's just a thought. But it is a thought. Well, okay, so the rope breaks Mm. and he gets to run towards Daniel Radcliffe. Second chance at life. Um, He says, "Oh, I hope he's not dead." And he starts doing chest compressions. Right. (gasps) Wait, can I say something? Sure. He starts doing chest compressions, but before that. He picks up his wrist as if to check his pulse, but instead of using his fingers and pressing his fingers to his pulse, he tries to listen to his pulse. <laughs> and then he's like, Gosh, <laughs> throws his wrist down. <laughs> I just want to make oh, that abundantly clear. Because part of the treasure, part of what a treasure Paul Dano is, is these little tiny moments Ooh. where he just, its he just, he makes choices. The, the man can make a choice. I, okay, I have never heard of Paul Dano until I became friends with you. Honestly, recently in the last month is the first time I ever Mm -hmm. heard of him because you won't stop talking about him and I don't know who he is. (laughs) Because there's so much to talk about. Such a good actor. Who is he? Okay, (laughs) he's an an actor with a capital A. A director now too. Do you want just a little IMDB scroll through on Paul yes, Dano? Yes, ma'am. Okay, so would you say his most well-known work is There Will Be Blood? And I don't snow? know why you won't or shut up, up about Little Miss Sunshine? Oh, okay, yeah. I have seen that. Yeah, he's the kid with the, yeah, yeah, the hair. Yeah, the hair. <laughs> the he's hair. got the hair. Okay. He's the, he's the <laughs> one with kid. the doleful eyes in every yes. movie. Yeah. He's got these, like, soul-searching um, eyes. Like, where did he come from? Where did he go? I think Pot he got I his start. Another thing to talk Another about. Another thing in the movie. I didn't even do that intentionally. Okay. <laughs> but it's one of those things, Cotton just, like, buries deep within your psyche. It's inescapable. Back to the scene. Yes. So scene. he's doing chest compressions. Yes. He's trying to bring this body back to life. Yes. But instead of doing that, he just makes it fart. <laughs> and I laughed a lot. <laughs> um, I enjoyed the fart humor in this movie and there was a lot if you don't enjoy fart humor or no let me rephrase that if you don't enjoy this movie's fart humor get over yourself A get over yourself because you're wrong and b i don't think you can watch this movie because it's it's a lot, a just lot goes go- downhill from there it's a plot device it's a plot device it's I an important so message it's part of the messaging mm-hmm. it's like <sighs> i like, obviously, fart humor is a thing that exists. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, in but it's world. only just like a wet one, and then you move on with your scene, yeah. and it's just like, oh, I didn't like that. Or, like, uh huh. But I was not one. expecting it, and, like, the whole point of it is that we should just, like, be embarrassing and not care what other people think, yeah. which is part of the message of the movie. I'm laughing, thinking about the, <laughs> the beginning. So, when Paul Dano realizes that Dan d is dead, he's like, well, I'm definitely gonna kill myself now. Takes his belt. He takes his belt to fix his rope so he can hang himself. Because <laughs> he's handy. <laughs> better, because how he survived he tiny, his tiny, tiny, pathetic little island. What a sad little island he was on. And then the corpse starts vibrating, (laughs) violently farting. Violently (laughs) farting. Flopping around. There's no more perfect visual than seeing Daniel Radcliffe's body flopped over on itself, pushing itself out to sea by its fart. By its fart power alone. I, oh, it was incredible. I love it. I thought he was farting his soul away. Okay, I, yeah, because that's... I thought that's what it was. Then then they mention it. Yeah, it's like his soul it's is like leaving knew, his body. It's like they knew what I was thinking. Oh, my God. Yeah. But, um... But, yeah, so he tries to hang himself again, but then... The, the farts just keep going wild. So he yeah. says... Oh, I have an idea. Oh, maybe. I did not know where this was going. <laughs> Me I either. did not he know where this was going. He rushes towards the water, grabs the rope they tried to hang himself with, wraps it around Daniel Radcliffe, and proceeds to ride him like a jet ski, propelled by his farts. He certainly does. As Paul Dano is riding his fart jet ski, the music swells and crescendos. He throws a fist in the air. He does. Triumphant, lets out this joyful scream, mm-hmm. and it's so great, but he. You know, he falls in the water. Yeah. And next scene, he wakes up on land and a bag of cheese puffs washes up to him. <gasps> cheese puffs! <laughs> he looks at him, cheese puffs? And he opens the bag and he's just surprised that there are actually cheese puffs there. Mm-hmm. And that's another, like, great little thing. It's a great little thing. Great little choice. But, like, the soundtrack, while I did learn to appreciate it, mm-hmm. I was so confused by what you meant. I was like, when you said this has a great soundtrack, yeah. did you mean that you just really like humming? <laughs> I thought it worked it's, really well. It's a primarily humming bass Soundtrack. Because okay, and they make up their of, own words. It feels very spiritual to me. Yeah, like it's humming. It's a lot of repetition, like self-affirmation type yeah. songs, or just narrating, or just narrating. <laughs> yes, yeah. and I love that Paul Dano and Daniel Radcliffe sang on the soundtrack. Yes, like, that's them. Like I think that's so cool. It it yeah. makes sense. It def- okay, I yeah. really it really did grow on me. Vision. And it, made now sense it makes sense because it's just the two of them. It's yes. not like it's not this. If it was a different movie, he would have had like an iPod. Yeah, and that would have been the soundtrack, which would have been fine but like this was the the humming and the making up the lyrics to mm-hmm. the same tune yeah was much more in keeping with the rest of this movie because it was yes. all just like and then the only bonkers. the only song that wasn't an original was Scott and I show and, <laughs> the yes. and the Jurassic Park theme yeah <laughs> and the Jurassic Park theme Laura I guess <laughs> so I guess now that I'm thinking about it I guess those songs are like representative of different joyful things mm-hmm. like Cotton Eye Joe I think of like school dances and like bar mitzvahs. I think of being forced to learn it in gym class. Yeah. I think something normally, very different for Cotton Eye Joe but we'll get into it. Normally it's a song okay. that you hate. Yeah, right. It, and it, like it, it's on too much. But for them it's kind of like a, the, uh, like a maybe it's a good memory, I don't know. It was like honestly having that be the song that gets stuck in your it's like so true to life. It's so it's I think I think Cotton Eye Joe is like just, like, playing on low in my head constantly. It is right now. <laughs> right, yeah, right now.
1: Got that Joe. And then
0: the Jurassic Park theme song, like, yeah. it's a very triumphant song. Even yes. though the, that movie's, like, about getting eaten by dinosaurs. Let's come back to that. Because okay. that happens in the cave, which is after this scene. Okay, okay. So okay. Hank's on the beach he's like yeah land i'm going to find people i'm going to find people he and says my pants. name is hank thompson and this body saved me <laughs> i rode him like a jet ski propelled <laughs> by his farts wait and, pause yeah do you think dirads had a butt double or do we? no say, you oh. think it, you think he did it i of course i think he I insisted mean, I think he insists. I think that was who part else has that hairy ass? <laughs> <laughs> Harry Potter. Oh, female. you're so funny in fun, the river Maya. scene. <laughs> you're so, what a funny person you are. Thank you. All right. I don't know if it's a vacation call. <laughs> <laughs> so his name, Paul Dano's character's name is Hank Thompson. Mm-hmm. Fun fact. Okay. When I first saw, it, I was like, Hank. That's an interesting name. Like he never. Who's named Hank? Men in movies. Tom Hanks, Castaway, Hank Thompson. (gasps) Oh, Oh, yeah! yeah. (laughs) I, oh my god. Sarah! I was like, "Oh, oh, this must be like Castaway, but Wilson's alive. There, cast away the but of i've the never ride. actually seen cast away <laughs> oh okay but yeah this this yeah this is like i yeah, cast didn't away. even think about it i was right? like his name it is hank. good i moved on with my life it's good that's really I, funny i was like it bugged me i was like why hank there mm-hmm. has to be a reason okay anyway so paul daniel's like all right i'm gonna leave but then he feels bad for leaving his corpse friend behind right so he his decides to take friend. him with them. yes he's As pulling him along all right so they end up in a cave <laughs> <laughs> they do. Um but there's trash. There's trash. And I think well we'll get to it, but yeah. Continue. Okay, so they're it's raining, they're sleeping in this cave. Um Paul Dano's feeling pretty bad. Yeah. <laughs> <He's> pretty hopeless. <laughs> he thought he was he gonna starts, be saved, but he he's just, <laughs> he sings a song to the corpse. To the tune of the lullaby that his mom used yep. to sing him to stop him from overthinking things. Mm-hmm. I think that's really cute. It's yeah. so precious. Just, like, yeah, uh, it really, like, just that one line, even if they hadn't returned to, like, his mother as a person, mm-hmm. like, that would have been, would yeah. have told you a lot about him. Yeah. And it did tell you a lot about him. Depth <laughs> of character. Ooh, <laughs> ooh. All right. And then they wake up, and Paul Dano's really thirsty. <laughs> and yeah, thirsty <laughs> he's about to ways. leave Manny mm-hmm. behind. Um, the but corpse. The co- oh, sorry. He's about to leave the corpse behind, but it starts spitting up water yeah clean like, <gasps> fresh water are we, <laughs> like we sure spring? it's clean i'm pretty he sniffed it he sniffed it he, he did gag after drinking yeah. it but he didn't die from drinking it's it so dead. i'm sure but it's he fun. takes a shower in it later he does take a shower i think in it's it clean yeah um, it looked clean I thought it was really funny looking the way the water came out of his mouth and the sounds it can made I, can I applaud the sound design of this movie because the, the gurgling sound when the water comes out and every time the corpse moves it's just the crunching cracking. he's just crunching along just like oh my god and it's just like oh god it's like cartilage how do they do that with the water I don't know and like the also the tears coming out of his eyes because they look weird yeah, yeah. Mm. you ever seen a dead man cry well I guess now I have yeah. so that was good so so, um, he gets water from the corpse, mm-hmm. and he <laughs> tries to push on it to spit out more water, and Becky, make the noise. Oh, wait, oh. He goes, mmm. <laughs> oh, he goes, <laughs> And Paul Danner goes, Manny? <laughs> Is your name Manny? (laughs) Which they must have stolen from that one episode of Wizards of Waverly Place when Selena Gomez makes that mannequin alive to be her boyfriend and calls her Manny, calls him Manny Kin. Manny Quinn? Maybe. I I think the Daniels pay up. Pay up. (laughs) Pay Selena Gomez. (laughs) Anyways. Then uh, my note says, he can talk. And then Manny talks for I, real. Literally, it was like, this is like 15-ish, 20-ish minutes 20, into the movie. Yeah. And at, the, at minute 15, I was like, oh, he's not talking during this entire movie. I was like, oh, what what a weird turn for Daniel Radcliffe. He doesn't want to be in the spotlight, so he's going to take a role <laughs> in which he doesn't speak. And he's dead. And he's dead. He's just a corpse. Mm-hmm. But, oh, gosh, then Manny. He starts mm-hmm. talking. He gets chatty. He spooks Paul Dano, who proceeds to punch him in the face. And Daniel Radcliffe, he can't move his jaw because he's dead. But his voice is working. He's like, why did you hit me? (laughs) That was really funny. Oh, (laughs) when when Paul Dano runs out of the cave, he does a little shuffle at the mouth of the cave. (laughs) Like, like he can't decide what way to go. His physicality is so great. I I couldn't stop watching him. It was every choice he made. Choices. Choices. The man can make a choice. Choices. I just... I just think it's funny that they both get a second chance at life, but one of them was literally dead. Literally dead. Yeah. The other, you could say, was metaphorically dead, but we'll get into it. Dead inside. They start talking. They're trying to figure out if he's actually alive or not. We figure out, no, his heart's still not beating, but he's just a talking corpse. It can be. Yeah. Oh, it can be. Um, he also can get crazy weird compass boners. Yeah, wait, yeah. okay. Yeah, I wanted to talk about this. How, are we... His special compass? How do we... How do we... How do you want to talk about that? I think we can just. All right, so one a piece of trash that Paul Dano finds is like a Playboy magazine, Sports Illustrated, yeah. Sports Illustrated swimsuit yeah. edition, and he plops down Manny, and Manny's like looking at the magazine, and he goes, "What is? What do I do with this? What am I looking at? What am I looking at?" <laughs> and then they explain the whole concept of masturbation slash porn. Slash, yeah. that gets into love territory as well. Okay, yeah. So Manny's looking at the magazine. He's like, what do I do with this? And Paul Dan was like, I don't know. Like, I'm not <laughs> about them without their clothes on. Like, yeah. just, But then he says something that I I think is really interesting. He's oh. like, do you make up little love stories for them? And he, Manny was like, what? And then he's like, yeah, yes. just imagine, like you know, owning a house with them. And, like, that's another thing that's, like, so specific about Paul Dano's character. Starting a life with someone, I'm like, oh my god. Like, he sees, like, a swimsuit magazine, and he's like, yeah, you just, like, imagine, like, his ultimate romantic fantasy is a meet, a meet cute with a girl and then they sign a one-year lease together, and they cook dinner together, and they watch Netflix together. That's like They watch Netflix, they have twins, so you have to get a second job. But you don't mind, because you get to go camping on the weekends with your kids. And you grow old together, and you get to tell See? her that like, she looks good, even with gray hair. Here's the thing. That is also my number one romantic <laughs> fantasy. See? It's like... But, but Hank's character, from this point on, starts to get a little weird for me. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, especially when it gets to the bus scene, which we will get to. Okay, question. Is it weird having the same name as a character? Because there's a Sarah in this movie. I and knew you were going to bring that Sarah. up. Because so- this is not an issue for me. <laughs> um my name's i don't know if weird. anyone else can relate but i kind of forget that my name is sarah sometimes until i hear it out loud <laughs> oh yeah, and then yeah. i'm like oh i yeah. know that i know what you mean so i can kind of just like dissociate you know <laughs> it's not it's a, a <laughs> just dissociate? it wasn't a problem and i who? it wasn't a distraction i see my name's becky <laughs> is it <laughs> who are yeah, you <laughs> so i was high, this, becky speaking um, present. <laughs> uh, so I don't have the luxury because people, my name is shorthand for ignoring white girl, mm-hmm. which is like fair, um, tracks. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, my name, people like to tell me what my name is all the time. So I can never forget. Right. Anyway, we the kind of we skipped Maia, over, yeah, but anyways, oh. <laughs> we kind of skipped over the special compass. We can't oh, forget Yeah him. I did that on purpose. We okay, can't forget his so special compass. I want to forget about the special compass. <laughs> I think it's kind of funny. <laughs> I love that it. Um, his dick is a compass. <laughs> right. Know, so he's looking there's a thought that men tend to think with their dick. Mm-hmm. So I guess, uh, in this case, it's a helpful mm. thinking with your dick. Yeah, sure. He's looking at this magazine, he gets an erection, and Paul Dano sees it, screams, and runs away. <laughs> Same! Which, <laughs> I think this is a g- pretty accurate yeah, yeah. reaction. And then, oh my gosh, when Manny's just like, what is it? I'm disgusting. <laughs> and he's like, no, 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 no. it's normal. <laughs> it's everybody. Like, okay, Manny's so childlike, yeah. but it's this adult man who's saying the lines. And adult corpse adult corpse and it's just so endearing <laughs> <adult laughs> it, yeah, yeah. It's, it's like hank has to teach him everything about life yeah mm-hmm. like all the lovely heart and horrible and but disgusting things all at once it's a man who's so bad at life yes. teaching yes. somebody who has no context it, and it's so- like practicing for when you have a child i suppose kind of yeah i mean we skipped what he was teaching him in the cave which i think is really important yeah so he's teaching the very basics what life is he's using trash as metaphors and so building, he's like building like their yeah. own little life in this case what it, an accomplished sculptor with twigs <sighs> and trash so oh. good um so he's like yeah this garbage it's smelly useless old so we throw it out but um, he turns it into something beautiful. He does. It's like if something. Oh, but he's like, okay, Manny's like, well, then am I trash? Did people throw me away? And Paul like, no, you Very died. Different. But people die all the time, and everybody poops. Yeah. <laughs> yes, that was funny. They even even co- co-opted a Bible. Well, I was just <laughs> and wrote an, an old r- an o- Old, uh, and wrote the story of everybody poops onto yep. the Bible, which you, you know, know that's really just the essence of it anyway. When you're out, yeah, honestly, that's like the essence of life. <laughs> so yeah. Everybody poops, and then the you know. become poop later. It's the eleventh they... commandment: Thou must poop. Anyway, special compass. So his um, he has an erection from looking at the magazine. Paul Dana realizes it's pointing the same direction every time, no matter where he positions Manny. Yeah, so he realizes true oh. north. <laughs> His, he he's, Manny, I think your penis is guiding us home. <laughs> A great line. So they start using um, the special compass. Uh huh. I love the rig that they made to have the magazine in front of <laughs> yes Manny, yep. so that his compass would always work. <laughs> oh God, that I that whole part, I was just like, sure. At this point, okay. why not? But then this takes us to. Just about the bus scene, which is what I really Just want to about. about. So, yeah, they find the big dump in the woods mm-hmm. and it's from a wolf or a panther or something. They didn't have the was, budget. They didn't... I thought it was going to be a boar. That's my personal opinion. It was gonna be in, in the 40 Pacific to 50. Northwest. Sure. 40 to 50 wild 30 birds. to 50 fair <rocks>.
1: <laughs> they <didn't
0: laughs> go with that they only had the budget by <laughs> pacific northwest they only had the budget for one large animal and they they really made their bed with the bear undisclosed large animal right so they run away from that and they end up in a ravine yes. trapped yeah. with steep walls can't get out uh manny sees paul dano's phone for the first time he thinks it's his phone he sees yeah. the screensaver, which is mary elizabeth winstead looking beautiful love her all right it's a woman a girl a, named well sarah, we don't know we'll, as we will find out um yeah it's sarah sitting on a bus and you think i i, I think the assumption is that that's the person he's trying to get back to yeah, for whatever a, yeah. reason because in, in stories like this is like you're always trying to get back to your girl like yeah, yeah. your gal your, but yeah. manny sees the phone and thinks it's his so he thinks that the girl on the phone is his girlfriend or wife yeah or something so he's like oh I have to remember her, and I'll start coming back to life because love is bringing him back to life, right? Right. So if he remembers more and more of her, then he'll become more and more animated, right? Yes. Um, And have more and more tools, right? And uses so more tools, more powers, multi-purpose tool guy. My, I love that. Isn't that so great? Yes. I'm your multi-purpose tool guy. <laughs> I want to be your multi-purpose tool guy. I just don't want <sighs> that's, it. I want that on a Valentine. I oh. don't want it to be lost that they never say Swiss Army yeah, Man. Only the multi-purpose, multi-purpose tool only guy. Only multi-purpose Probably tool guy. Only Swiss Army. Oh, well, it's in the title. But, like, <laughs> no, no, no I figured it was, like, copyright or something. I, think, so. So. I think it's just. I, I think that's just the type of humor in this movie. Uh, okay. Yeah. So Manny's like, if you dress up like her... I think I'll remember her more. And uh-huh. Paul Dano's like, I don't want to do that. But he says, no, do it anyway. So he makes, he fashions a costume out of he trash. He shaves woods. his face. He made a wig, the red wig. He makes yeah. a yellow dress from a couch cushion. Yes. And he steps out from behind the rocks, all timid-like. He's like, I'm sorry. And Manny goes, no, you're beautiful. And then the way Paul Dano reacts, he goes, Really? His dull You think I'm beautiful? <laughs> and he goes, what's my name? <laughs> <laughs> Laura. Laura. Dern. <laughs> <laughs> Laura Dern is great. Laura Side Dern. note. Laura Dern. I am. He said Laura Dern because they mentioned it earlier. Yeah, they were yeah, talking yeah, about yeah. Jurassic Park. Yeah. And if you don't know Jurassic Park, you don't know shit. You don't know shit. Okay. Yeah. Um, I really love that moment. But then. wanted oh, <laughs> to be known Sarah's crying. Actually. <laughs> i'm beautiful <laughs> what's my name what's my name anyway so now they're getting ready to do the bus scene mm-hmm. yes. because they're trying to recreate when manny supposedly first saw this girl on right the bus using paul dano's memory using yes. paul dano yeah so they paul dano constructs this bus out of twigs and sticks and it looks so cool it's i love it the most amazing thing it's great mm-hmm. Um, Wmata could yeah. never. Does anyone want to talk about the bus scene? I, I miss the bus in real yes. life, in our life. I miss. I can't believe I'm saying it. Okay. I miss the bus. Yeah. Do you have a favorite seat on the bus? Because I do. Uh, yeah, the W, the Wmata buses. Wmata. Um, I like the ones that, like, as soon as you go up on the second level, right behind the, uh, oh, the cool. glass. Yeah. Or just that first. That's one. like my second favorite. It's I like. The one right behind that, that's right above the wheel, mm-hmm. and it's got, like, the little footrest spots, so yes. I can put my foot, my feet Yeah, up. I like all those. And then I can pensively stare out the window, as one does on the bus, much like Paul Dano mm-hmm. in his flashbacks. Oh. That's, that's something okay. I miss. I think they really captured the magic of a bus and yeah. this forest recreation. <laughs> <laughs> in this forest, I mean, um, twigs and, and yeah. you know, yeah. old plastic. This scene definitely made me tear up a little bit. And, yes. And, like, Okay. just them like I, recreating the precious things. The I life. really appreciated it but like maybe it didn't hit me quite as hard as it did for you guys because I'm like yeah, uh, yeah that's it that's like I was just really yeah like you I, didn't <laughs> but when see... Paul Dano sits down with his book and he looks over and he fixes <laughs> his hair <laughs> that didn't make you feel away. It made me like smile and when Daniel Radcliffe is like, what if I say the wrong thing? I'll just want to die <laughs> <He's> a corpse. <laughs> <laughs> I I, think, I loved it. I was charmed by it. Yeah. I, did, I did not at any point feel like I was going to tear up. Okay. But then, the thing that ruins it a little bit for me mm-hmm. is when you start to realize that this girl on the bus, he's, like, basically stalking her to a degree. Yeah. To a degree. To a the degree. only stalkerish behavior is he took a picture of her. Which I don't like. And followed. He but, Actually, he found her on Instagram, too. Yeah. And then he ends up at her house at the end of the movie. But so if you... like. That's by accident, kind of. Right, maybe. But, but, maybe. Yeah. No, because he recognized her car. Which is also creepy. So he knows, he knows where her house is. Yeah. It's definitely stalker type behavior, Um, but we'll talk about it. I don't want to skip too far ahead. No. Yeah. So we'll, like, let's continue on with, like, the bus scene, but I have thoughts yes. about what this movie is actually doing. I mean, right. I don't know if you guys can relate, but, like... I've received some unwanted attention from men in my life. Mm. You know, just living as a human woman person. Yeah. It's spooky to think that this woman had no idea who this guy is, and he has was a picture her, her. Basically, like, his will to live, almost. Yeah. yeah. That, but Then there was, like, that creepy little, like, flash where it's, like, a, like it was up close of someone's mouth going, like, Sarah. And I was like, ah. Oh, I didn't see that. It was very That quick. was during the anxiety attack during the bear thing. Uh, yeah. okay. But that was an anxiety attack. We'll get into I it. I would stalk Mary okay. Elizabeth Winstead. Uh, I want to put that on record. Be- Becky, <laughs> on the record <laughs> On the record. It's on the record. <sighs> I love her. When I saw her, as the, she was the, um, the phone's, like, wallpaper. Mm-hmm. I gasped. I was like, oh, I love her. And I was like, oh, who she, is, she? is she? She's an actress that I'm in love with, Mom. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. She's an actress. She's just been in a bunch of stuff. And like she's what? Fargo season three. Of course. You and your Fargo. Uh, she's also, She was also in Scott Pilgrim versus the World. Oh. She was also Wait, is she Ramona? Yes. She's Ramona in Scott Pilgrim oh, versus my the World. Oh my God. Are you face blind. <laughs> Yes! <laughs> Maybe. Wait, no. I'm better with faces than I am with names. She just looks different because she had the hair. She had the hair. People's hair really confused me. <laughs> I think your face blind. <laughs> Shut up, Becky. Anyway, I just want to put it on record that I love her, and I'm so happy that she got more screen time than I was anticipating, because I did not even though she was in this movie. she looked kind of familiar. I want to... I think we missed a very important part. Okay. That's important for later things that happen. Mm-hmm. That's right. After um, they start using... Um, Manny's special compass. Mm -hmm. Manny's like, I want to have sex. I wish there was a way I could pretend to do it. Oh, oh, this conversation. We have to talk about it. Yeah, Hank teaches Manny about masturbation and, like, what it is. And Manny's like, oh, I bet you do it all the time. (laughs) And Hank's like, not really. And why, Sarah? And why? Okay. He goes into this very sad, disturbing story. Yeah. (laughs) About how his dad caught him one time he's like hey listen every time you masturbate it brings you closer to death because you expend energy (laughs) And and lose sperm and lose sperm and his mom comes in and sees him crying and says oh don't worry if you masturbate enough we can both die on the same day, which is a weird, a <laughs> weird thing to say. But I can see si- I can picture the type of person that would yeah. think that's comforting. Yeah, I would Or funny. If I had a son, I would not say that. To no. him. I don't think most people would. I yeah. think that means this woman is a very specific type of person. But the real kicker <laughs> is that his mom died shortly after that. Mm-hmm. So now say what from every time he masturbates, he thinks of his mom. <laughs> that's why he can't do it. And Manny, to try and comfort him, says, Hank, when I masturbate, I'll think of your mom. And then you won't be weird anymore. Because <laughs> <Man laughs> needs therapy. <laughs> For he real. desperately needs therapy. It's like, I want to, like, Hank's entire view of life mm-hmm. is like, if you do things that no one else does, you're weird. And, and that's bad. bad. If you're weird, no one will love you. And that's makes life not worth living because right. he's, like, obviously romantic because mm-hmm. the way he doesn't, he can't masturbate. The only thing he does is imagine lives with women. <laughs> just, like, he just pictures entire, like, scenarios in yeah. which he, like, falls in love and, like, has a life with people he doesn't know. But he's too afraid to live life. Yeah. Just sit on the bus. Look at it. The because he buying. has crippling social anxiety he has crippling social anxiety yeah so then it but then it becomes like creepy and stalkerish the way it manifests his like it, need for human connection it does become creepy and stalkerish he just needs to jack off but i think well <laughs> i i think that he. it's not that simple though <laughs> i don't know it might be hasn't tried it well, yeah. Ugh, but I think it's honestly, this movie is so much about a guy who just can't live life. He's so yeah. desperate for life, but he can't live it. Yeah. Ugh. All right. I want to make sure that we brought that up. Uh-huh. It's going to come back later. Yeah, I know it's important. So it's, There's so many parts in this movie like I don't even know how to begin to talk about because mm-hmm. it's the way we're talking about it. It doesn't do it justice no, for the way you it's have to, to watch movie. this movie. It's like, the, it comes up so naturally. The conversations yeah. between... Hey, if you're still here and you haven't watched this movie, literally shut this off and go watch it. Right, like, you would it. recommend it, right? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, I would definitely recommend yeah. it. It just... Okay, here's the thing with this movie. Like, my overall... Like, I know this is skipping, but, like, I... Overall, it's... It made me uncomfortable. But in a way that I think I needed mm. to be... Normally, I don't like being uncomfortable. Who does? I do. I watch horror movies. Okay, except for Becky. <laughs> but, like... I, like, the reason I watch a movie usually is to feel good, right? Like, that's historically why movies were created, like, in the 20s and 30s. It's, like, an escapist thing from the crippling, horrible realities of life and the Great Depression. Anyways, um, so I'm, like, of the belief that movies are meant to be, like, fun escapist things, but... You didn't find this to be a fun escapist adventure? (laughs) I had so much fun in this movie. Oh, I was laughing. It made me think a lot about, like, life and stuff and, like... That, too. Okay, this movie made me uncomfortable, but in a necessary type of way. Continue. Okay. (laughs) The montage. All right, wait, there's a lot of montages in this movie, and I love all of them, but I'm talking about the montage. When they learn that if you put things down Manny's throat, (laughs) he can shoot them out like a machine gun. (laughs) And then they start singing about (laughs) it. And they sing about it. Sarah, could you please give us a rendition? Okay, I'm going to do it spoken word style. Go ahead. All right, so, okay, but, all right. So they use Manny to kill raccoons, to shoot fish. So they can, like, get food. Is there a way to put the song in here? Yeah, actually, yeah, I'll do that. So, yeah. much better. Note to self. All right, wasn't that song great and fun? Just imagine it paired with those visuals. <laughs> it's so joyful. It is really joyful. And we talked about the music a little bit before, but it's just like <sighs> I love the it. only... The soundtrack could only work for this movie, and this movie could not... It wouldn't not work with the soundtrack, but it just makes it so much better. Right. It's so good. So I'm going to allude to something. So at the end of the montage when they're dancing, mm-hmm. Paul Dano has a look on his face, like mm-hmm. disgust or... Some bad thing he's yeah. feeling, like confusion. Yeah, he's like a real. It's like a realization, yeah. sort of. I'm not gonna give which my explanation yet. About? At the end of the montage, when they're oh, dancing okay. around the fire because they found vodka and they invited all their uh, friends yes, <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> after their little party. Yes. For two Yeah. After the party, they're both sitting outside their makeshift house, yeah. which, is which is really fun <laughs> it and just great. Sticks. Yeah, it just sticks. <laughs> and Paul Dano is. Pretending to be he's, Sarah He's still moment. dressed as Sarah Johnson. Mm-hmm. And Manny wants to talk to her. So <laughs> he starts to tell her about... both drunk. About Wanky Hanky. Mm-hmm. And Paul Dana rips off the wig. And he says, that was between us. <laughs> 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 like, he broke his trust. But there's no one else there. Yeah. I thought it was funny. <laughs> I, I also agree that it was very funny. But um, that, the, the split... I don't think we've addressed this enough, that yeah. Paul Dano's character is, at some point, c- becomes sort of split between Hank and Sarah. Yeah. And Hank is the guy, and Sarah is his dream girl. Yeah. Sort and Manny's of. dream girl. But also, Sarah is almost sort of what he wants to be. Yes. And so it's like not even... Which is happy. Which is happy. Yeah. So God. sad. It's so sad. That's it's a movie it's, it's so fun. It's the saddest, funnest movie ever. Yeah, i ever. Um, yeah. But then they almost kiss. They almost kiss. I just want to say this is also the sweetest necrophilia story I've ever watched. Because <laughs> as soon I didn't as- I think of it that way. Becky, you didn't think of it that way? <laughs> I don't know. May I- As soon as he saw the body- I was just like, how long until he tries to fuck it? Yeah, wait, I was thinking the same thing when they were talking about masturbation, where they. I thought he was gonna, like, show him how it's done. I was so happy they didn't, because I didn't want to watch it. I was terrified. It's not Hank's thing. It's not Hank's thing. And they. But I thought he was gonna teach Manny. No. Manny couldn't even move at that point. (laughs) yeah <laughs> well i thought he was gonna help i was really scared i was, really scared. No. I, was yes. I was on edge a little bit but then it really like they really took time to build up the relationship yes. and they they um. and during the montage during the song it's just like the part was like are we falling in love and are it's we like in love? were they ladies what do you think did they fall a in little love? bit but it ended up being in a friend type of way mm-hmm. okay a river that they have to cross mm-hmm. and Things happen. They fall into the river. Mm-hmm. Manny's sinking because yeah. he's a dead body and can't move. Mm-hmm. Hank swims down to save him. He realizes they're probably going to drown and die. Mm-hmm. So, you know, they they just kiss. And it's yes. beautiful. Oh, yeah, and they do end up kissing. Everyone. Because love brings Manny back to life. So love, if he can kiss Sarah... Love will keep us together. And make us float to the top of the river. And then they, <laughs> they propel up because... When when Hank kisses Manny and bubbles come out of Manny's mouth, is it oxygen? <laughs> That's how I read it. Because the entire the funny thing about about Manny is that he has all these weird body quirks. Yeah. <laughs> he you squeeze him, water spits out. If you like click his fingers, it's a lighter. If you put stuff in his mouth, he becomes a gun. Yeah. And so, he's a Swiss Army man, Becky. He's, he's a, a multi-purpose tool guy. <laughs> oh, yeah. And so when when they kiss, I imagined it, it was air, and pa- that's why pulled in. That's Dana why was they like, floated. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he makes a face. Yeah, I think that was. So and he funny. goes in for another. <laughs> he does go in for another. Wouldn't you? <laughs> well, I don't know if <laughs> I want to think about that. Anyway, they they reach the top. Love saves them. Love saves the, the day. The song at that point. Do you do you remember how Not the song really went? Lined me. It's really quiet and then they're humming and then it's like triumphant they're mm-hmm. out of the water and then in the the lyrics in the background it's like it's a repeating mantra yes everything everywhere matters to everything oh. and it's that over and over again oh wait say that again everything everywhere matters to everything everything everywhere matters to everything that's oh, beautiful I like that yeah. it's beautiful. This is, yeah, definitely. That, that's the moment that kind of made me tear up. And it's like, because it's the moment in the movie when they're both realizing that in the same way. Like, they're taking different journeys mm-hmm. to learn the same lessons. Oh, yes. Yeah. I like it. I love it. <laughs> right. Okay. So we're reaching the end, kind of. Mm-hmm. We can yeah. kind of, this part's less fun. in the same way the rest of the movie is. They're by a campfire, a bear comes. (laughs) They figure out that they're close to the highway. They figure out they're by civilization. Mm -hmm. Um, Hank tells Manny that it wasn't his phone all along. And that Sarah isn't waiting for him to come home or no. anything. And that it was not his life. And Manny's distraught. Yeah. He ends up having an anxiety attack. Mm-hmm. And one of his corpse powers is that he can transfer his anxiety to Hank. So they're both experiencing the anxiety attack. Yeah, which doesn't seem yeah. very useful. No. Hmm. But. And he's having many thoughts rapidly. Yeah. I terrible. think they filmed that. I think that was great. I the thought, way they depicted yeah. that. When they have, I like, Manny decomposing an in that. those three shots. Mm-hmm. That was really cool. Yeah. It's like an American werewolf in London. Yeah. Decomposing in three <laughs> like, Aha. That's true. Call back. Also, I'd like to point out that um, when they're, they become propelled up into the air and they fall down it reminded me of db cooper falling from the plane <laughs> <in> the- <laughs> okay i don't know For context if you don't know who db cooper is um he was a criminal <laughs> go look him up <laughs> watch <laughs> the bu- buzzfeed unsolved he is episode <laughs> he's the phantom of the um, sky it's the phantom <laughs> spring break <laughs> um, it reminded me of that anyway um Hank gets attacked by a a bear. He gets his foot yanked around. Mm -hmm. And Manny animates to save him. Yes. Because he loves Hank. He realizes he doesn't want Hank to die. Yeah. So his body gets even stronger and he's able to scare the bear away. And stand up. Yeah, he stands up, and now it's Manny's turn to carry Hank. Oh God, Which, that 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 actually that part got to me. Right when it like Manny was carrying Hank in the same way that Hank was carrying Manny earlier, yeah. just like we're almost home, buddy. Just like oh my God, like love makes us stronger. Yeah, like love makes us yeah. be the people that we want to be. And uh, then yeah. they end up at Sarah's house. <laughs> yes. Manny brings them to Sarah's house. This woman, they. Do not know. Yep. That, okay, I thought that was kind and of creepy. Who does not know. I think it's supposed to be creepy. It's yeah. supposed to be heartwarming yeah. at all. No. It's like, and Hank find, knows this. They he find her it. child. Yes, Chrissy. I mean, she's just playing yeah. outside and oh, they so, stumble okay. into the backyard. Since she's a child, she, like, actually believes their story. Since, because it's, it's so crazy. They're like, oh, we were lost in the woods. This guy was dead, yeah. but then he saved me, blah, blah, blah. Sarah believes that they were lost in the woods. But then, like, Chrissy's just like, yeah, uh uh-huh, he used to be dead. Right. And then (laughs) Sarah's like, honey, go inside. Right. But... Manny starts to try and show off his powers to the kid to prove it so he's like puking up water and he uses his special compass uh, which he's like to stop that. you can't do that in front of a little girl and the girl Ugh. starts crying and uh, Manny becomes really insecure again yeah for the first time in a while and he starts shutting down yeah and and he, I'm he a dies. monster yeah and he he goes back to his dead state he mm. is kind of a Frankenstein. Um, yeah. We see um, Hank interact with the first alive person in the entire movie, yeah. which is Sarah. And you can see the social anxiety that he has is so debilitating. He can't even talk to her. He can't yeah. even look at her. That, that was the issue when they were running through the scenarios on the, their fake bus. Yeah. It's like, Hank, what would you do? He's like, well, I'd probably do nothing. I probably wouldn't have the courage to talk to her. And I'd, it's, he'd I'd go doesn't... home and eat an entire box of pizza by myself. I mean, and you I you would, would do that anyways. <laughs> but it's like even at this point, he cannot talk yeah, to her. Yeah, yeah. And he says throughout the movie that he has trouble talking, so like he can't talk to anyone. No, it's like not even his dad. Not even his dad. They send each other electronic birthday cards. Right. Mm, they don't communicate. They don't talk. But then he breaks free from it all. But then okay, it so takes, it takes. Yeah. The camera crew arrives, like, the ambulance is there. Manny's dead on a stretcher in Mm -hmm. the body bag. And Hank realizes he doesn't want to feel this uncomfortable self-hatred that he felt before everything. So he runs away again. Mm -hmm. And he takes Manny with him. Yeah. And he rides him like a toboggan (laughs) down (laughs) the hill. But, um, yeah, well, then he puts him in the water. He shows people what he can do and that... He's not weird. He's actually really cool and can build all these cool things. But the police arrest him because he's still creepy. <laughs> they don't. The, the Okay, so here's the thing. I think this needs to be brought up now. I don't think that Hank was ever on an island. I think he was behind Sarah's house. Me too! The entire time. Because it took them so... They did not have to walk very far yes. to get to where Manny and Hank were hanging out. Yeah, I don't... I didn't take it that way. I just took it, like, how absurd is it that it took them this long to find civilization when they were right there? Okay. But it's because Hank is carrying to. a dead body. Like, they probably got more no, less no, than but that. but I, I think he wanted to stay out there. That, too. That he was procrastinating. But and this was, like, literally in her backyard. Like, they just walk into the woods, and then there's, like, all these, like, creations that he made. And she realizes that he recreated the bus that they used to sit on. she's like, oh, my God. He's, like out here making the life that we were already living i don't know how to take it because honestly i don't weird i don't know if it was supposed to be like haha isn't this comical how long it he he thought he was you know completely away from civilization but turns out he was just like a stone throw away from a house or if it was he was camping behind no i didn't take it that way i think he was stranded on that island because you thought that was he was on an actual island at the very beginning though he, he jet skied away? The milk carton that is floating by. As right. a control, it says, I took a boat and there was a storm. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Because we never see the boat. He had a cooler of food that he was bringing to run away and he got washed up on the island. I In this movie, he jet skied okay. away on farts. I personally believe, okay, here's my issue. There's something about the reality at the very beginning when he's on that tiny, pathetic island. Yeah. And the reality when he's in the woods that just like somehow don't connect for me. Like, I feel like reality starts when he washes up on the second coast. Could it be the Okay, so in the very first scene the color saturation is very It it looks cartoonish. Because, but I took that to be like, you know how if you're in the sun too long and like in the the salt water and your vision it looks bleached? Yeah. That's how I took it. But here's the thing, I don't have I feel things about this movie. I don't feel anything like concretely. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't I could be convinced of anything. Mm-hmm. I yeah. yeah. Well, do you want to know what I took away from this movie, Sarah? Uh, sure. So the main thing that I took away from this movie, creepy things aside, um, was that we are all ugly sacks of shit looking for love. Okay. And I truly believe that. <laughs> Truer words <laughs> have never been spoken <laughs> until now. Mm. What about you? What did you take away from this movie? <sighs> See, like I just said, I I don't know what the truth is, but I definitely think that this movie is about, I don't, there's something about, like, the concept of being weird, and not, (laughs) because if you're weird, no one will ever love you, um, and the fact that we, I just, I can't believe his, Hank's backstory, that, like, I don't know what actually happened to him, or why he's out there, or where he's been, that I, something with the unreality of it all, I don't know what to say, honestly. I don't think I have anything. Right. I think I'm still digesting. Sarah, why don't you go? All right. I'm going to give my nerd writer style take on it. Oh, sure. Right. <laughs> okay. Throughout the movie, Hank and Manny both gradually come back to life because of each other, mm-hmm. right? So Hank wants to die at the beginning, Manny, Manny is, is dead. dead. <laughs> they, yeah, they are both coming back to life. Mm -hmm. Hank, throughout the course of the movie, becomes more comfortable with the imperfect parts of himself. Mm -hmm. And these parts are kind of like mirrored in Manny. So the farts, he doesn't want to be seen as smelly and disgusting. Mm -hmm. All Manny does is fart, (laughs) right? He's so uncomfortable with, like, his sexuality and desire. But, hey, Manny's got a special compass. (laughs) Like, he can't, you know... (laughs) It's useful. It's, it's like, useful. It's a tool. Um, yeah. And I think together they find that no one's disposable. Like that lyric in the song, everything everywhere matters to everything. Right. Yeah. Um, and Hank and Manny both base their faith in the real world on this Sarah, mm. who's pretty much inaccessible. Yeah. You know, she's mm-hmm. not a real option for either of them. Mm-hmm. Hank knows that. And he allows Manny to believe that she is an option for him. Mm -hmm. So in a way, he is allowing Manny to buy into the same false promise that led him to be so hopeless and sad in the first place. Mm -hmm. So when they're dancing around the fire at the end, and Hank has that look on his face of like, Disgust. Mm -hmm. He realizes that Manny's so happy right now, Mm -hmm. but based off of this false promise. And Mm. oh god, he knows what he's gonna feel like when he realizes it's not right going to happen. It's like, is happiness worth it? Because you're gonna feel bad later. (laughs) Well, kind of, but. Okay, also during the bear attack, Manny has this panic attack and discovers all the anxiety that Hank suffered from his mm-hmm. whole life. Mm-hmm. Um, and so Manny's learning about that part of life. Mm-hmm. And he says, I don't know if you'll understand, but I want to be dead again. Mm-hmm. And Hank is like, no, I do understand. Oh, because mm-hmm. I... Because n- he I, wanted to be dead yes, too. And now you, mm. Yeah, because of that false promise. Right. Um. But, nevertheless, he realizes, as that bear is dragging Hank away, he realizes that he loves Hank, he loves himself enough, because I see them as the same, like, Mm -hmm. two sides of the same coin. Yeah. Yeah, they're tied to each other. Yeah, and that's the love that keeps him going. Not this false promise of love with another person, Mm -hmm. but this self-love. Because at the beginning of the film, Hank says, in the cave, he's like, maybe you'll even be lucky enough to find that one person that you're going to spend the rest of your life with, and you'll fall in love. But throughout the movie, he learns that the only one person who you're going to spend the rest of your life with is you. Mm -hmm. And if you don't love you, then really... You know? <laughs> what's life gonna be? That's true. You know, you'll, you'll never um, have that happiness if you don't love yourself. Yeah, so they in that moment in the panic attack, they both experience a kind of death mm-hmm. and they come out of it and they they get to Sarah's house all that stuff happens. Then they're back on the beach at the very end And on the way to the beach, everyone sees all the things Hank created, right? Like the scenes and the bus and the things. So they see all the parts of himself that he hid from the world. Mm -hmm. Um, And his dad smiles. And his dad smiles and it's really wholesome. And then Hank farts in front of everyone. He's like, I'm just going to be disgusting and live with it. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, everyone is too, so... Everyone poops. Everyone poops. And that's when Manny reanimates. That's when Manny comes back to life for the second time and is able to fart Jet Ski away. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, that was my takeaway. Wow. In the words of RuPaul, if you can't love yourself, how the hell you going to love somebody else? Can I get an amen up in here? Amen. <laughs> I don't know if you agree or disagree. No. I, that was perfect. Man, I just, I love this movie. You're, I just think your description of everything was great. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thanks. This is, this um, is, yeah, this is the Sarah movie. I think there's so many things to take away from movie. That's just like a part. Um, I think that's all I have to say for now. Is it time for tag yourself? I think it might be. I want to go last. Okay. Oh God, this movie's difficult to do because there are a total of ten characters and only five of them have names. <laughs> and one of them, you never hear his name in the movie. It's Sarah's husband, right? <laughs> his name is like Preston or something. Oh God. Of so only it is. four names do we know. Mm-hmm. Um, do you want to go first? Or do you want me to? I'll go first, I okay. guess. Um, so what I was thinking. Sarah, I'm tagging yeah. you as the island. <laughs> I'm the very first island. <laughs> okay. I'm making you the island. Yeah. Just because you're, you know, a rock. You are an island. <laughs> <What>? oh. <laughs> um, no, but I, I imagine that you, you, you know, try to be untouchable. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't know. Okay. She's no, it's good. It's good. It's good. I don't have anything else Maya no Maya you're Sarah okay All right, and I think this is because based off of her reaction to finding, <laughs> a, finding a guy in her yard yeah. just like not happy about it but like not cruel not like get out of my yard homeless person just like you you uh, you would ask if he's alright and then like try to help but you'd not you'd be like no get away from me please I'm not dealing with this and then I decided that I would be Chrissy <laughs> sarah's daughter just i hated that kid actor <laughs> because i'm a bad kid actor yeah um and also because i just think that i am the same way where I, i'm taking the story at face value like yeah totally 100 right yeah that's what happened i believe you <laughs> so that's what i think that's perfect okay so for me, I tagged us all as Manny's powers. Okay. <laughs> so Maya, you would be the anxiety attack mind meld. Oh, tell um, me why? Because you're good at explaining how you feel <laughs> and am making I? other people feel it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> am I? <laughs> Yeah, that's what I'm going with. Um, I don't know how to take that. (laughs) It's a a compliment. Oh, okay. Um, Not every tag yourself is going to be complimentary. It's going to be so hard if it has to be nice every time. Okay, I would be his chopping (laughs) when he can bend and just chop things. The really intense bend and stuff. Yeah, because I, I bump into things a lot. You do. <laughs> and, <laughs> and it would and be funnier if you broke things every time yeah. you bump into them. Yeah, and then Becky, you'd be the special compass. <laughs> of course. Thank you, Sarah. <laughs> I, I appreciate that so much. Tell me why. <laughs> because you're always trying to lead people in the right direction. <laughs> and you know, <laughs> the, the North Star, I don't know. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> oh so, wow! What a nice explanation for an awful power. You're the special compass. Thank you. All right. <coughs> oh goodness, Maya. Okay, I'm, how about still, you? I'm still struggling, but okay, Sarah. I think you have to be Hank because you love Paul Dano so much. Okay, <laughs> that's a good enough reason. I, I think you would just want to want to be him. Not yeah. That, I don't. Th- I don't think you're sad. I, I, th- I no. think you just you know this is the story you want to tell, man. Cool, cool. (laughs) Um, You can make your own worlds. (laughs) Because none of these characters really seem very Becky-ish. What is, what is my essence? (laughs) Like, just not this. (laughs) Not this movie. But like in a good way. I think you can get that. Like, I, I like this movie, but I didn't vibe with this movie. I did, but I didn't. I don't know. So I I understand if there's no one in this movie who who i can personally maybe relate can to maybe you could be the bear yeah. yeah actually i take that back would you pull, pull paul dano into the woods yeah yeah i would <laughs> when <Would laughs> i pull you into the woods i would <laughs> thank and you i agree i think i'm sarah as well because i don't know what the heck is going on <laughs> i think that's it all right we've yeah. said our piece Free movie discussion. watch it I'm gonna throw it to becky now to announce do we want to wait do we want to rate this movie We we forgot to do that the last two episodes. Imagine the rating. Right. (laughs) So I'm going to rate this movie. Wait, Um, what's our rating system? Wait, rate it from um, scared Paul Dano realizing that Manny's talking to... You think I'm beautiful? Oh, it's an emotional scale. scale. Um, Okay, so we're going to rate it on an emotional scale of afraid Paul Dano to blushing Paul Dano. Yeah. I think uh, so, somewhere in the middle. Okay. So what Paul Dano would that be? I don't know. <laughs> Sarah, how about you? I am all the way tippy top <laughs> blushing. blushing Paul Dano. Yeah. You know, I think there's a step above that at the very beginning when he's riding the fart jet ski and he just throws up that fist. <laughs> I yeah, think like that's the happiest he is the entire time. Okay, so then if that's the very end of the emotional spectrum, yeah. then I think I'm somewhere between blushing and the middle. Okay. I guess I would have to say I'm... I'm a Paul Dano that I'm like montage Paul Dano (laughs) where I'm like I'm having a good time and like this is the best but also there's some anxiety creeping in because I'm like do I even want to go back to the world so like I'm happy but anxious Paul Dano gotcha can relate all right Becky take it away okay so next week we are gonna be watching loving vincent Ooh. Ooh. Ah. so this is a little film that you if you've heard of it it's probably because uh, it's an animated film about the aftermath of vincent bingo's death but it was animated entirely with oil paintings so if you've heard of it that's probably why if you've seen it you know it's a great film and we will talk about it next week i'm so excited oi, oi. All right. see you around everybody see you next week this has been another episode of do you know the movie man, man. <laughs> good night good night